0: Welcome again to We The Panel, a Terrace House podcast, a podcast where we talk about Terrace House, specifically, Boys and Girls Next Door, the very first season. Hi again, my name is Jason. Welcome back to the podcast, guys. And before we start, I'd like to introduce you guys to the panel. So we got over here, of course, our resident TikToker, Chaska. How you doing, Chaska?
1: Good. How about you, Jay?
0: Oh my gosh, it's hot Ooh. where I am from. It's, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, oh, it, we bring back, of course, Mister Tito Sneaky himself. Welcome back, Tim. It's been a while. How you been?
2: Hey guys. Yeah, it's been a long time. Glad to be back here. Yeah, I've oh. been missing in action, but can't wait to hop into this episode.
0: Oh my god, have you been working out? Look at those guns. No, I, don't
2: know I don't know
0: what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, okay. It's nothing to see. Okay, and of course, we can't forget the smooth, the magical, oh man, the handsome, James. What's up, James?
3: What's up, y'all? Good yeah. to be here, man. I'm, I'm excited to get to talking about this episode. Awesome,
0: awesome. The gang's all back again. But before we start, again, this we're going to be recapping the episode of Terrace House Boys Girls Next Door. Episode 10, The Decisions. But before that, James got something to say to us. What you got to say to us, James?
3: Yeah, of course. Um, so, of course, before we get into any parts in particular... What did you guys think of the episode?
1: It's a good episode, that's what I can say overall. We can get more into it later on, but... Um. Uh,
2: I haven't been around for the past couple episodes, so I can say this. It is a SPICY episode!
0: <laughs> like all episodes.
2: Very spicy, I, I like it.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, what, what? these episodes is basically like world building, I guess? I don't know, it's very productive. Nothing too crazy. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. As Tim said, it's spicy. <laughs> but that's
3: pretty good. How about you, James? What do you think? Uh it's interesting y'all say that. I don't know. I feel like it was I didn't think it was like spicy or anything. I thought it was like I don't know. I like I felt like last episode was so like packed with a bunch of different stuff that I'm just mm-hmm. kinda like I, it felt like this was a good, like, wholesome kind of episode, at least in my opinion. But we'll get into opinions on all the different parts of stuff as we get into it.
1: Well, I uh, will say but- this um about this episode. I think the reason why I like it is because it gave us closure in some type of way. So, yeah, like, yeah, for sure. The last episode gave us so much content. And then this one is like... We're going to close this chapter, and we're good to go.
0: Close it.
3: Yes. I agree. I agree. Yeah, it's it's interesting, because I don't think... Like, yes, there was definitely closure, but I thought it would have came later. But, well, I'll get into that. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, of course, the episode starts, as it always does, with you recapping the last episode. Uh, And apparently... um, a bunch of people don't want Masato to leave, which was interesting because you know we wanted him to leave yeah, <laughs> like yeah. for a while, but apparently you know to to the crowd in 2012, he's a beloved character, I guess question mark. I don't know. Well,
2: what fan but, base uh, are yeah. they talking about? Like, is this a Japanese fan base? Is this like them just not wanting Masato to leave, or is I don't know.
0: I think it's the Japanese uh, fan base cuz this is the only right. time they've yeah, yeah, show tears the house, right? Yeah.
2: All right, yeah, for season 1. It's only yeah. taking off there for now. It's not global yet.
0: Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, what do you guys think of yeah. like the overall reaction of like I guess as this is going on, like the fans of like must like or the fans of the show how they view Masato? Like we all kind of have a general consensus of uh sleaze but uh I don't know what do you guys think like those fans were thinking like how, how did he come across to the Japanese fans at that time in 2012 hmm.
3: uh, I feel like I feel like they're they see him in a very different light than we do because I don't know like at least according to you and like everything that she says when the episode starts like she says a lot of things uh, that reflect on like the crowd's perception of all of these people and i don't know like at least in terms of what you says it seems like everyone really likes him i don't really know why maybe <laughs> it's the fact that he serves. i guess but like yeah i don't know it's, it seems that people like him or at least they don't see what we see <laughs> <laughs> Mm. Uh. This is like the first season of
0: Terrace House, right? So there's probably Mm. like a very raw perspective of what's going on with the show. Like, just thinking about someone thinking of leaving, it's probably like, whoa, that's a crazy perspective. Like, can he even Mm. do that? So maybe that's why everyone's kind of like in shock. And it seems like the housemates kind of show exactly why he's so loved. Cause even the housemates are like, oh my god, sh-. like we'll we'll talk about it later on, but the, everyone loves him, and it's I think it's mainly because for a young dude, he knows what he like. He's pretty like level headed in terms of his career goal as being a pro surfer, and so that just really radiates a lot more than just his personality and wh- the things that we kind of comment on him. So I can empathize why they really like the guy, but again we see through him. (laughs) (laughs) I mean,
1: I agree with Jay. It's like they just respect him on the fact that he is already career heavy. Right? And like, I'm just assuming that that's what a lot of people want and like, if you would assume that these are Um, a female demographic and they're like kind of crushing on Misato Mm. and maybe that's why it's because he's so career heavy right and also like again it is the first season of Mm. Terrace House so everyone is so attached with these characters that once they announce that they're leaving they don't want
3: to let that go.
2: Mm. Makes sense makes sense
3: (laughs) yeah and I guess like I guess the people don't know the concept of Terrace House, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because maybe they didn't know that that these people could leave. And also, you know, Masato is an attractive guy, I guess. Um, he's <laughs> in that key age of 20. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't see it. But <laughs> that, 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 like People see it, probably. I don't know, he's a surfer.
0: Now Techan on
3: the
0: other hand. Yeah. yeah, Techan, what does he do? Techan, Basically not nothing in the oh, house.
2: Man. Yeah, but like <laughs> look how Kawaii he is.
0: But that's not attractive.
2: What, doing nothing in the house?
0: No, being yeah. kawaii. A guy being a Kawaii is not attractive enough.
1: It's not always
0: attractive. Yeah,
3: not it can always. be attractive. But yeah. True. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, it's not like, it's not like someone's like in love with Taechan. It's more just like, you know, he's baby. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's, he's
0: just a baby. Say,
3: say it, Tim. Say it. It's been My a while. My baby boy. Yeah. My baby boy. Girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Um, but let's, let's get into the episode. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Before yeah, yeah. We, we get too far into this kind of stuff. Uh, so it starts with you, of course, but then after that. It goes into, like, right where the episode left off, with the date between Sena and Masato, where Masato basically tells Sena that he's leaving Terrace House. And so at the end of the episode, of course, we wanted to know why he was leaving. Uh, and this start of the episode is where Masato kind of explains himself. So he basically says that, like, he needs to become more serious, uh, specifically about his career. Uh, and he feels like it's his best decision to go abroad. Uh, so he'll be able to surf more, which definitely makes a lot of sense considering that it's becoming winter down in Japan. Mm-hmm. So he's like, okay, I need to get to a warmer country so I can surf, and basically just like stay in top shape, so that way when it becomes like competition time back in Japan, like he'll be ready. Mm. So what did, what did y'all think about Masato's explanation?
2: agree it's like a hardcore training camp um to put it in dragon ball z terms he's he's going into the hyperbolic time chamber it's it's cali it's like prime surfing area oh nice that was okay i didn't even notice but uh yeah um it's it's prime uh prime training area for all surfers warm weather unlike japan and i'm pretty sure like the waves are better out there on the west coast too compared to japan um i wouldn't know I'm not a surfer but from shown in media yeah it makes sense i agree
1: i mean you gotta do what you gotta do for your career right Mm. and like we all know masato is willing to do anything for his career so i feel like moving would be his best shot
0: yeah this is an episode Mm -hmm. where we don't see him surf but he talks a lot about surfing i'm i'm happy (laughs) i'm happy about it like um yeah, unable to be the best, you got to <laughs> compete with the best. It makes perfect sense. Right. See, that's a that marvel. That's a marvel. See, that's why like that's a good trait of him. Like finally we're seeing some positivity in the guy's repertoire mm-hmm. of his personality and character like <laughs> <laughs> The Rolling of Eyes. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean But like uh, it, sure. That's yeah. one thing this episode I like it really does show Masato being a good guy. hmm
3: <laughs> Yeah. But
0: uh, it makes sense. He has to be better. Yeah.
3: That's, that's funny because, like, you know how, like, we, we talk so much trash about this guy. You know, we say that, like, he's way too laid back. He's kind of douchey. But the one <laughs> redeeming quality is the one that matters most. <laughs> he's career-oriented. Yeah. And, you know, in Japan, that's that's everything. So... Maybe that's the appeal. Um, It switches to the next morning, where uh, Masato leaves the house in order to meet his surf sponsors about getting a new surfboard. And throughout that that entire scene, the big important part is the fact that he says he's going to come back sometime around mid-January to pick up the board. And he talks about how he is going to come back for competitions in April. Uh, which is cool. Uh, I thought that it's it's interesting that he'd be coming, like, he'd be leaving. He said he'd be leaving in January, and then he'd be coming back, what, like, maybe, like, two weeks later? And then leaving again? I, I found that to be kind of, like, interesting. Like, if you're gonna stay there, then, like, you, you should stay there, because he's literally gonna be traveling across the world. Like for going from going from America to Japan and then Japan to America, like that's not that's not like a five hour flight. Like that's probably what, maybe like twelve hours, fourteen hours. So like it's oh. it's interesting to me that he would do that like two weeks after leaving. Um, but it's his decision I guess, and I guess he really does need the board. But like he has like seventeen other boards, so I don't understand it. But it's it's cool, I guess. Uh, yeah. What do y'all think about that?
0: You sound, oh, wow. you sound so overburdened. <laughs> like you're
3: so like done with this guy. <laughs> still, I mean, so- okay. Okay. So, like I like. So, I don't know. I feel like out of the four of us, I feel like I've been very. I, I I've been, trying to like like gouge for this guy this entire series so far Mm -hmm. but like you know i i've like what y'all are saying throughout the entire like series has been like complete facts you know
0: (laughs) 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 oh man
3: man. it's so funny like i i feel like i i don't like the guy but i i feel for the guy Mm -hmm. and i feel like we all kind of feel for the guy once we get to the end of the episode, of course, Dang. but we're not there yet Dang. uh so yeah what like what what did you guys think about this this whole going across the world in two weeks and all all that just that entire conversation
0: i don't I don't oh. get the logistics at all of what he was talking about, like even 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 when you're trying to explain like I got lost <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, got, I swear got lost there. I swear when he was talking to this uh the sponsor, he was asking if the sponsor was going to California then like somehow they got into the conversation of him going to California but like the dates didn't match like yeah you're right why would you come back in a weird kind of time when you need the board especially the one that you specifically wanted from the sponsor I thought it was just like he's he asking like okay the sponsor is gone for until like mid-January but or, yeah january 6th yeah, or yeah january 6th yeah right so what i thought like oh he's just trying to figure out when he could pick up his board not exactly when he's going to california but it made it sound right. like or how they cut it made it sound like he was explaining his plans to, ca- to go to california around that time too yeah but like later on in the episode it, it kind of makes sense like oh he's not leaving till january so maybe that's why
2: Mm, makes sense.
0: Right? But like, he wants yeah, to
2: practice with the new board until, like, April, right? That yeah. three-month period, yeah, because from January to April, when he's supposed yeah. to compete back in Japan, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Sorry.
0: Yeah. yeah, but still, though, like, it was weird. Like, I didn't get it. Like, what is he talking Like, Masato, what the hell are you talking about, dude? Like, are you going to pick up the board or not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But other than that, yeah, it makes sense. Like, that's it. Yeah. yeah i would
1: just, add just add a small way-
2: tidbit. Oh, sorry. Yeah,
1: go. Uh,
2: no, go for it. No, I just quickly Googled it. It's like an 11-hour and 18-minute flight from Japan to California. Just thought I'd toss that not in. Not bad.
3: Sorry, how long was it? Say it again.
2: 11 hours, 18 minutes, give or take.
3: Jeez. Half a day?
2: Yeah. Oh. yeah half a day. That's not bad, flying from Asia yeah. to North America. That's pretty standard. Yeah. So,
3: That's so still bad. a long time.
1: Yeah, logistically, it's I mean, stupid.
3: Trust? Ch- do you have... Yeah. <laughs>
1: it's... It's stupid, like, yeah, um, why would you actually want to go back and forth from America to Japan? I feel like you're gonna be wasting time and money just for, like, going back and forth just to pick up a board. Like, maybe there could be other, like, surfboard companies in California that you can probably try to get a sponsor, maybe, Mm. but... Yeah, logistically, I don't see the point in it.
3: Yeah, so uh, so moving on, we go to the living room where Rie and Shota are chilling. And uh, Shota is kind of talking about how he's going to open his piece, his art piece, uh, tomorrow. But I feel that wasn't like the main part of that scene. The main part was when Masato shows up and he says that he has to tell them something. And the before- foot... <laughs> The funny part about this scene is as soon as Masato says that he has to tell them something, Shota's initial answer is just like, So, did did you knock someone up? <laughs>
0: yeah! <laughs> what a Shota line, uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. What a
3: Shota line. Oh my gosh. But anyway, uh, before we get to that, uh, the announcement that Masato had, of course, is that he was telling them that he's leaving Terrace House to go abroad. Uh, and he explains that, you know, surfers go abroad during the cold season to come back ready for competitions. And he, I guess they tried to get like a like a sentimental type of moment because he explains that, of course, he's loved his time in the house. But he needs to be more serious when it comes to his career. And, of course, Shota and Rie understand, uh, but I feel like you could kind of see it in Rie's face that she was like, like her heart was like broken
2: yeah i saw that uh, yeah. yeah i was just a little like what yeah. Ah, ah. sorry yeah go
3: <laughs> you know not but c- continue keep talking about it man what would you think
2: uh, i don't know rye's fallen from favor in my eyes i mean <laughs> she's she's all right i mean i think my main girl of the house is Sana right now just because how much she's oh grown and and like yeah, I don't know, like, uh, eh, okay, like, she was sad, cool, I mean, like, I'm not sad to see Masato go, so, you know, I'm thinking, it's about time, but, I mean, yeah, oh, I got words for the next scene, or, okay. or two scenes from now, sorry, but yeah, Goje?
0: It's okay. interesting, because, like, this whole episode, I really feel for Masato, like, The guy is like, okay, I understand him. And I think it really hit Rie hard because I think she's in a similar situation right now. She's trying to juggle things based on her career. Like both Masato Mm -hmm. and Rie have that same mindset of like career and they're the same age. So she's like, wow, that's really like admirable of him to be like, I got to leave Terrace House because I got to focus on my career. And that really hit her. I think that's why she was like, whoa. You're gonna leave for, sure. for your career.
3: For sure. That's crazy. Mm. Okay,
2: okay, okay. That's a new take. Yeah. Okay.
3: Sorry, uh sorry, before we go any further, uh there's one part that I forgot to talk about. Sorry. Um oh, so during get... that like during that like sentimental part, uh Rie kinda talks about how like she wanted to become like an act an actress after A K B uh, but she never even like thought of leaving the house. And Masato's answer is like, you know, of course like I don't wanna leave, but I have to uh yeah so c- continue your
0: thoughts yeah like it really shows like wow you could actually make that decision for Rhea, just like what that's out of the question but now it's putting it to her person like you know you can think like that and it's fine so i think that's why she's every like she everyone's like oh my god you're leaving masato
3: <laughs> why
1: um I think for me, it's ever since Masato's announcement, um, everyone's thinking about what is going to happen with them after they leave the house. So now they're actually thinking about, oh,
3: um,
1: if I'm going to leave the house, when? Like, you can see it in Rie, you could probably see it in Shota because he wants to do like a lot of his art, right? Mm -hmm. And like, we can talk about uh Sena and Teichan later on, but um yeah, you can just see every character or everyone in the house thinking about when they should leave the house. Yeah. So yeah, Masato's like more of a trigger.
0: That's a great point. Everyone. Yeah, no one really thought about after Terra's house until it like someone it made it real. So it's uh yeah, it's a eye opener.
3: Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that's very true. That's, like, I I feel like for a lot of them, I feel like it's reached the point where they're kind of comfortable in the house. So, just the thought of, like, uh, an after the house, like, didn't even hit their minds. Mm -hmm. And, like, let alone, like, leaving the house so early. Like, it's only been, what, so we're on episode 10. It's only been, like, two and a half months, maybe three months at this point. Like, that's, at least in my eyes, that's, like, nothing. So, it's, it's, yeah, so... For these people to kind of think like. Oh maybe I should be leaving soon. Like maybe. Yeah like maybe it's time for me to go as well. Like that thought just never hit their mind. So it's very interesting. Uh, And you could see that like. This moment. Has kind of like. It's taken us in like a a different turn. For the series. Mm -hmm. I guess. So. uh, The scene after this. Is. Is uh centered on Rie where she goes to um she goes to this I guess like mini event with some of the other members and when in the back room uh she has a little conversation with some of them and her friends or her other members talk about how they've been watching uh the season of course and they just saw the episode uh with the uh the Sena and Masato kiss uh which was is- <laughs> Which is spicy. Uh, oh my goodness. Uh, <laughs> uh, but then, uh... <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but then um, they started to ask uh, Rie if you're allowed to like live there indefinitely. Uh, and Rie spoils, like it's crazy that she said this because she spoils to them that Masato's leaving. And she oh. basically talked about how she didn't know that that was an option. Uh, but she thinks that she still has a lot to learn in the house, but for her, it's actually been very hard uh, professionally just living there because she talked about how uh, the Terrace House is far from uh, far from all of the events that she has to go to. Uh, she isn't allowed to bring people over uh, to teach her like all the dances and stuff like that, so it's been very hard for her professionally. But the fact that she still has a lot to learn is what's kind of stopping her from actually leaving the house. Mm. So, Tim, what what, do you think about this?
2: Uh, I think that the part that she's talking about, about a lot to learn from the house, has to do with her ideas or her plans after her career. It would make sense to move out of the house for her AKB career, but she knows she's not going to be part of AKB forever. And so she thinks that with these other people in the house, she can learn about her next steps after her J pop career. And after that's like all said and done. Um, okay. I did like how her friends kind <laughs> of reenacted the whole shadowy silhouette scene <laughs> with Masato and Sena. I'm like, okay, I guess that played off different. In, in that time, in Japan, they thought it was like a spicy love scene. Whereas we now in 2020 saw it and we like, that's just... ...off-putting. <laughs> 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 I don't know. I mean, that's how I felt about that scene. But yeah, anyways. Yeah. Jay? W- w- thoughts? Um,
0: opinions? Ideas? Nothing really about like what Rhea said. It's more about like, how it was shown. Again, this is so meta legitly Rie spoils it for them like that's so cool like I don't know if there's other shows that really kind of do does this or it's like it the episode was like based on it's just like an episode they're talking about the episode like you know what I mean like it's just going back and, back and forth and the fact that she spoils it, it's just like what that's crazy and like again this is the first season of Terrace House so it's like I wonder how the producers like I wonder how we're fil- like. Like, what were they thinking, like, how should we film the departure of one of these new members? Like, one of the original members, if anything. Was it even to a plan that they can leave? Like, again, such a new concept, right? Like, now when we watch future Terrace Houses, I'm not going to say too much. It's like, there is a formula of, you kind of have a feeling when someone might leave. But, like, Mm. how they're doing it right now, how they're showing Masato leaving, departure... Half of it is like, okay, leave already. God dang it! Like,
2: I felt that they were milking it. Like, way they're too milking, much. they're milking it. But again,
0: to, to the perspective uh. of a new show of like this new idea of man, I'm leaving. Oh yeah, let's 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 keep milking this until as much as we can. Whereas in future episodes, where it's like, oh yeah, it's part of the it's part of the show, and it's like usually resolved within sometimes half the episode depending who the person is and what they do. So, like, I found it really interesting and like, how they're just showing this departure with Masato and, like, how they talk about it. I don't know. That's For me, that's so interesting.
1: Uh, I will talk about... um, Yeah, like, actually spoiling it. It's so weird just to hear it. Just because, like, I guess with American reality shows or, like, the competition-based ones... They are under a contract where they are not allowed to spoil one little thing. And it's not even just reality shows. It's also for scripted shows as well. Like if you spoil one thing, your career might be over. So it's just wild that um, Rie was like nonchalantly spoiling what's happening at Tara's House. And with um, milking Masato's like leaving departure, I think the reason why they want to milk it out is because they want the whole entire cast to be together one last time before Masato leaves. Mm. Which I think is like a good way for Masato to leave or for any cast member to leave. Of course.
3: yeah, no, I, I don't know if y'all can hear it, uh, viewers watching, but it is storming outside. <laughs> We are recording mm-hmm. this in the middle of a thunderstorm, so <laughs> uh, bear with us <laughs> as we as we we try to make it through. Yeah, uh, but
2: let's yeah, hope we don't lose power, time. guys. Oh my oh, God, no!
0: Oh,
3: Brownout. Okay, okay, okay. oh, no, man. Oh not gonna happen. Uh, but yeah, this is a uh, when it came to the whole spoiling thing, bro. It's it's kind of messed up, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like i don't i don't know it's 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 something about like it's something about like the especially the recent episodes when you really pay attention to rie like she's kind of like sus like, not <laughs> yeah she's kind of sus yeah like think about it like she talks to Shota, i don't care about your birthday <laughs> and then she's like she's super like upfront and then she just like just Openly just spoils the show to the people that are watching it. Like that's kind of messed up, isn't it? Like, oh my, oh my gosh. gosh! Like, I, I'm not gonna say like I'm dropping her off a cliff. Like, Jesus! Ooh, <laughs> Sorry, thunder. That's a uh, big I'm, one. I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna oh, say man. I'm dr- I'm dropping her off a cliff like uh, it's Tim here, but um, <laughs> what? I, don't know. I never. I'm just I'm kind of skeptical, man. There's there's something about her that I'm just like. What the heck?
1: Wait. Here's my question. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah.
1: Do you think that Rie has two different personas for two different careers? She has her AKB persona and she has her Terrace House persona.
2: Mm, Yeah. Because I think there is. Yeah. She knows how to play the game. Mm -hmm. She's, uh, She's all cutesy and kawaii and like, you know, who she has to be for uh akb and then in terrace house she can i i don't know i guess reinvent herself if she wants to or maybe it's her genuine self on terrace house and she's just that for lack of a better word
0: sleazy whoa i don't i don't think uh, i don't think she's sleazy guys i think no 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 no, yeah, yeah I think the best, yes. the best describing thing or description that I could tell her is she's a ruthless businesswoman. Yeah, <laughs> true. Yes. She she yeah. knows how to play the game, and yeah, yeah that's mm-hmm. a great point. Yeah, like you saw it in the recent like when she turned it on, she got Mamba mentality. You'd be like, it's go time. <laughs> da, 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 da. And as soon as it was done, like nothing happened, like the day in the office. <laughs> mm. Like yeah, she turns it on when she needs to, but that's yeah, it's it's, yeah. Like again, she spoils it, guys. What the frig? Yeah, (laughs) I know. And and here's the thing. Okay, the shows showrunners can edit it, but I'm like, why would you want to put that in? Like now, like they could put any type of the conversation. Like they probably like you know, again, people probably spoil the show too. Like they just like, hey, just gotta be quiet or whatever don't see too much about it yeah. but the fact that they left it on the show for us to see it just is like what i guess they can do it <laughs> so yeah i don't know i'm done with this i'm i'm done. yeah 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 there's, there's more to this episode <laughs> but like that really that was one of the things that really like whoa <laughs> like yeah yeah <laughs> it yeah it uh
3: it Grinded my gears, you know. <laughs> but uh, anyways, uh, let's move on to the next segment. We're yeah. the next segment, right? The next scene, mm. uh, where it goes back to the house, uh, where people back are the in house. the playroom watching TV, and some of the housemates are watching an AKB performance on the TV. Uh, and Taehan was the first one to see Rie, and you you can just see it like. Taichan, like, when Taechan sees Rie, like, his face just brightens. Like, this guy is so obvious with his feelings that, like, it's it's insane. But he says that it's crazy that, he, that they live with someone that's on TV. <laughs>
0: yeah! I, I, and, uh,
3: <laughs> I know Tim wants to say a little something about this.
0: Oh
2: my god. Yeah, I mean, like, Dude, you're on TV. Yeah, everyone's on TV, but dude, you're on TV now. You're famous. Like I thought that would have I guess sunk in. Remember, I think it was episode 3 when they were all on social media and then their phones were just blowing up with everyone just messaging them. I'm like, "Dude, yeah, like you're in the spotlight now, bro." Like, you know, there's probably girls like fangirling over you now, man. Like, you probably have your own fan base. Uh so. You know that was that was a thing, and in, in terms of I guess him fawning over Rhea, I think he deserves better. I don't know. I mean, I, I I no longer ship the two. I'm pulling my ballot out of out of that box. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it seemed they were really cute together, especially since they had a crush. But I don't I I don't see it fit. I don't see it working out. I don't know. I don't see the fit. What What about you guys?
1: Yeah, I was like, did you not notice multiple cameras around you at some points of your day?
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Maybe they're just really well hidden. I wonder how they do film that. Is it like just secret cameras and angles everywhere? Or is this just like a, a camera crew just sitting on the side with a camera the whole time?
0: Do you want to know, Tim? Do you really want to know? Or do you want to...
2: No, okay. no, 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 okay. no. Good. No, no, That ruins the magic. Yeah. It ruins the magic. <laughs> <laughs>
3: but, but honestly, honestly, like, they've been there for two and a half months. Uh, I feel like Taechan is one of the people that is consistently there. So, like, maybe he's just used to it. You know? He, at this point, he doesn't even see the cameras anymore. He's just, <laughs> he, he walks downstairs every morning, sees the cameras, and just goes on with his day. Mm. But also, just remember, Taechan's baby. So... <laughs> So, you know, of course he's not going to realize that he's on TV. You know, yeah. He's, he's too baby to even see that. He's just starstruck by the love of his life.
2: Yep. No. No. <laughs> don't say that. She's I, right, oh. I guess.
3: Oh, no. Oh, my, oh, my gosh. I think Okay, it was wait, maybe... but...
1: But, like, at the same time, he's 19. He should notice cameras walking around him.
2: I know. Uh... Uh,
1: I don't know, and like the thing with um Rie, it's cute to see it, but we all know that it's most likely not going to happen. So, for the Taechan and Rie fans, enjoy while it lasts, because I don't think it's going <laughs> to last that long.
2: Mm-mm, me neither.
3: Yeah, it's it's really not at at this point. Just the the ship has sailed. I'm pretty sure.
2: The ship has but the anyway. ship has sunk. It has not sailed.
3: It has. Oh sunk. my gosh. <laughs> but anyway. Never left
2: port. <laughs> but
3: speaking of Taechan mm. we will move on to the next scene, where uh, we get to see a nice wholesome little little time there between Taechan and Momo because they they put up a Christmas tree. Oh yeah. And they 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 talk about how they're super excited to celebrate with everyone, yeah. and it was really cute. Um, I feel like I feel like uh, the producers are trying to show that it's like, hey, there's there's some potential here, but I don't know that scene wasn't too important to me because uh, this next scene is actually what I would really love to talk about so Sena and Marie and Momo, uh, they finally get uh... their girl's night out which is crazy, they've been there for maybe two and a half, three months and they haven't just had time with the three of them wild to me, but they're also very busy people. Um, so, they have a, a nice little, uh, some drinks together, and Momo uh, asks Sena what Masato is like when they're alone. And Sena is saying some very interesting things, because uh, she says that he's lively and is very interested in uh, what she does, and is very interested in the modeling business. Which is crazy, because Masato and lively doesn't really mix but uh who knows they they have their time together uh which was interesting and when when they ask Rie what her conversations with Taechan is like Rie just like i feel like she like roasted him again saying that their convos are him just being like oh yeah what are your top 5 ghibli movies and other things that like don't really have much substance uh, uh, especially, especially, in, especially in Rie's uh, perspective because Rie is one of those people that just really wants to be with someone who can work and is very focused on their work. So at least in her opinion, um, her conversations with Chan really don't have any substance. So uh, what did y'all think about that? There's one other part in that scene, but I wanted to talk about this part first before we get into that little... But very important scene.
2: Okay, cool. Go, go, go. Yeah, second part of that scene, very important, but we'll get to that. First of all, I'm sorry, first of all, you can tell a lot about a person based off of their five Ghibli movies, okay? That's, uh, the, 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 all these movies are a work of art and they all speak its own language and depending on which one you like, it says a lot about, you know, your personality and, and, and your goals <laughs> and how you go about things. <laughs> so, I mean, i just like to point that out
1: right off the bat.
2: Jay, you're holding your forehead. What are you thinking?
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, me and it, Jay are holding the same position what, yo, right now. What, do you what, mean?
0: what if, what if you can't even name five Julie movies? Like, what, what does that tell <laughs> okay. you? Well, what if I well, could tell well, you I mean, right now I could I could name maybe four but like again like <laughs> I like Ghibli f- films but again I don't like I see what you're saying but again maybe I'm on Rie's side <laughs> 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 the, there is no substance on like okay it's fun talking about these kinds of conversations with someone but again Rie is really looking for like okay but tell me something real You know, something vulnerable, something that gets me going. And unfortunately, I get it. Like, yeah, you could talk about culture, like pop culture, movies as much as you want, but the girl wants something real. And I don't think Taechan has that in him right now. And I, and like, now that I can think, I can only name four Ghibli movies. (laughs) And maybe four out of five I watched. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So you could you could look at me with your eyes of judgment and be like, yeah, I, I guess Spirited Away is cool. <laughs> I never watched my neighbor Totoro, but like <laughs> you, I have. Uh, you, I have <laughs> you guess Spirited Away. You guess Spirited Away. See, see what I mean? Like, again, oh, okay. this right. is what really means. Right. Like they could talk about it for hours and I would talk about it, too. But like in the end, is it going to lead to a conversation that might go somewhere that's real? maybe maybe not but i yeah. think maybe not yeah
2: wow i no i i won't do that <laughs> i won't do that here i'll save that for after the podcast oh my <laughs>
1: god what,
0: what okay yeah.
2: mm, okay no but like <gasps> Anyways, sorry. I guess
0: I am not a man of culture, all right? My bad.
2: Well, no, 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 no. It's just that, like, I don't, with with all these, especially the Ghibli movies, there's always such huge influence behind the writing and behind the craft, behind every movie, specifically Spirited Away, which actually touches upon some really dark themes. But again, for a different podcast, for a different time, but I mean, that... I don't know. Like, if that's into your top five, then that kind of leads in the segue and, into something that's
0: real. Whatever. And I would argue, if someone who really doesn't really care about it, so what? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no, that's, like, yeah. there's so many opinions about, like, in, in the end, like, yeah, I love them. They're great movies. But, I think that's what Rie is kind of, like, trying to push towards. Like, but tell me more about it besides the movies.
1: Yeah, like, for Rie... Just talking about Ghibli movies, even though they're great, even though they have, like, a lot of art and substance inside of it, what she's talking about is very surface level. She's saying that her conversation with Chan is just talking about culture and, like, any movies, music, TV shows that they like. And that's Mm -hmm. it. They don't talk about anything else beyond that.
2: There's no segue. There's no... Okay, okay. I feel you. I feel you.
1: Like, culture, Mm -hmm. done. (laughs) <laughs>
2: that's all they got. Okay.
1: Quick question. All
2: right. I can- yeah. So
0: based on all the, like, times they ever hung out with, has there been, like, significant scenes of them talking about something that's, like, with substance? Like, we've seen them going on a date. We just see them having fun. But, like, have you ever seen them in a conversation where, like, shit, stuff got you? Stuff got real? I'm just trying to remember. No. No.
2: Not unless it was, like, not a one-on-one. I think the closest deep shit was when everyone was opening up about their relationship with their parents. Yeah. And and their aspiring futures, but that was everyone at the dinner table. Yeah. And um, like other-
0: with um with what Sena said like what we see with Masato is like maybe it's surface level, but when she tells what happens with them the- between the two of them, they're like we have great like interesting talks, right? Like deep talks. I'm like, "Oh, that's interesting." So, like, it, it's, like, I guess they're the opposite, <laughs> like, with Taechan, like And we see Teichan a lot, like, and we see Masato a lot, but it's very different in how they interact mm. with other people.
1: Yeah, and then mm. with that, you can see the maturity levels between um, Masato and Teichan. Like, with Masato, you can easily talk about um, deep-level conversations, while with Teichan, he's still trying to um hawk in a deeper level but as of right now he's talking on a surface level
0: yeah like he he struggles he does struggle which makes sense it'll take time
3: he's he's still learning about himself all i'm saying is you know netflix released all the ghibli movies uh so uh <laughs> Away is quite the movie
2: i've been working yeah, on them going down the list
3: oh yeah nice. for sure But also, you know this is all this is all very subjective and you could talk to different people and i guess they could have different uh, stances on this uh but of course for, for rie you know she wants to have someone that she can sit down and have a serious conversation with and we could even call back to like one of our earlier episodes um the episode where uh we had two guests jackie and fern and what we were kind of what we were kind of talking about at one point was uh would you like what what do you expect from them and one thing that we were talking about is like we we've seen them on this really cool date where they go out and do a Mm -hmm. bunch of different stuff but we want to see we wanted to see the two of them just sitting down at like a coffee shop or like at a mcdonald's or whatever and just having a conversation because a lot of the time like even when it came to when uh Techan and Rie were driving down to Masato's surfing competition. Teichan told Rie that she can go to sleep. So that means that they've basically had no conversation uh going to that. So we haven't really been able to see anything of like of substance when it comes to furthering a relationship. And at least in my opinion, talking about your top five Julie movies can only take you so far. Right? It reaches the point where if you want a serious relationship, you need to be able to have the serious talks. So, that's a thing. But yeah, uh, let's move on to the second part of this scene, which is where Sena and Rie tell Momo that Masato is leaving the house. And I felt like it was... That, that scene felt so perfect to me, because the background music was so sad and... You could see Momo was tearing up, and just like, oh, this was probably the first time that like my heart was like in shambles, bro, because I fell for her. Um, mm-hmm. But it was—it's crazy because that's like the first one, but also not the last one of the episode, which is crazy. Knocking but in. yeah, like Momo was so sad, and just seeing her so sad, and especially just like her, it being her. Of all people, you know, she's the most, like, kawaii little one, so it's like, when you see that her heart's broken, you're just like, oh, oh, please, <laughs> like, so yeah, like, but what did y'all think of, like, Masato not even being the one to tell her, and it basically being Rie and Sena
2: mm, That was my biggest issue with this whole scene, was like, you tell everyone in the house but Momo, really? really, like, you, I or maybe he did, maybe that scene didn't make the cut for the episode, maybe, like, I don't know why, but, like, it just felt very off-putting, like, you know, maybe they didn't have a lot of scenes together, maybe they didn't talk together as much, but, like, I don't know, it's, like, still, like, I don't, it's like when you're leaving, and you give everybody, like, at the party a hug, and that one person, you're like, I had deuces, you know what I mean? <laughs> Like, what does that say? I don't know. Scummy? Yes. Masato? Mm. No, sorry, I can't- I can't do that, YouTube. Sorry. Yeah, uh, 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 see you later! Thank you, next! I don't know, that was just like, mm. Okay, I'm done milking this good- these goodbyes, just say goodbye to Momo. See you later. But, uh,
3: but at the same time, it's also, like, it's one of those things where it's like... Like, y'all have been living together for a while right so it's like it's actually like breaking her heart because it could be either one of two things it could be either like they've made this relationship and this bond just in general and that's just kind of like going or they never really had the chance to create a big relationship or a big bond and maybe she was really looking forward to trying to do that so it's it's just it's heartbreaking to see momo just like that uh but yeah uh jay what did you think
0: Oh, I just thought they just okay. The news of him leaving, I'm thinking i like okay. When they recorded it, probably happened very recently. So maybe Masato just never had the chance to talk to Momo about it. That's why mm-hmm. we had that scene with Shota and Rie saying, or meeting with Masato saying, "Hey guys, I'm leaving." Oh, then like Sena found out first, right, from the last episode. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I just thought Masato probably never had the chance to like tell Momo yet? And, everyone, and like, I, I hope not. It doesn't come to that point where they haven't made that connection between Masato and Momo. Like, I feel like living together in a house, at least you kind of have that, you know, relationship that's close mm-hmm. enough that you'll be able to tell him. So, like, I'm just doing the benefit of the doubt that he just never had the chance yet. And we, I kind of get it. Like, and you'll see, like, another like, the last scene of this episode, like, oh, okay, so maybe it is just a hard way of saying goodbye yet. But remember guys, Momo is basically the tchan of the girl. So once he said when she said everyone gets sad because it's like you kind of feel for her. Like it's yeah. Mm,
2: yeah. yeah.
1: To me it's like why did Sena and Rie tell Momo? Mm-hmm. I don't think it was their place to say it. It's Masato's place to say it. True, and like, yeah, I agree with Jade. Maybe he didn't even have the chance to tell her yet. And I know that, like, he would tell her in the end. So for me, to, like, Sina, Rie, why did you tell her in the first place? Mm. Right? Um, and then maybe their relationship, like Masato and um, Momo's relationship, happened off camera, so we don't know what happened between them two. Mm-hmm.
2: Fair point. Fair point.
3: The heartfelt moments do not stop there. Uh, there are two scenes left in this episode. So the one scene starts with uh, Masato asking Rie out on another date, and they do go on the date. They go to an outdoor kind of restaurant for some fresh for some fresh shirasu, which I'm gonna assume is like a maybe like an anchovy. Sardines. Some sort of small fish, yeah, sardine, uh, and they. So when they get there, of course they're admiring the view and everything like that, and they talk about how they have a very great respect for each other, and especially about how hard they work for people that are just their age. Mm. And uh, Masato had this really interesting, like, or this really like, I okay. So when when I watched this, I thought it was gonna go a complete other direction. Uh, but Masato uh, talks about how uh, when they first showed up, he he never really knew AKB48 like that, um, and he never like listened to any of their music or anything. But ever since he met Rie, he's uh, he the way that he said it was uh, even when he would see like a poster, it would invoke feelings for him, uh, and they invoke feelings. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, <laughs> yeah like he's
3: that, like you know, AKB's gained a fan, uh, or he he said he, he's he's more of an AKB fan, or maybe he's more of a Rie fan. Uh, which is like, oh man, that was is well, what are you trying to say there, buddy? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So what what did you guys think of um what did you guys think of that entire restaurant scene?
2: The fish, like really oh? the, uh, the fish
1: looked really good.
2: Oh? Uh, yeah, the fish looked really good. it looked pretty tasty. <laughs> uh That's they, it? Said it was, they said it they said it was fresh. They said it was uh, just caught that morning, you know, yeah. just caught live swimming, you know, like four, maybe five hours before that. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. I I really admire fresh fish. Oh, okay. Um what do you think, James? <laughs>
0: That's yeah. it. That's it. He
3: talked about the fish. I admire fresh fish. Yes. Oh, oh, I knew no. it. I knew it. He's just gonna talk oh, about the yeah. fish.
0: That's it. Because he's so done with three and Masata yeah. doesn't want to even acknowledge the fact oh, they had a good, wholesome my. yet cringy oh, moment. My
3: gosh, man.
0: Uh, I dig it, Tim. Welcome I don't back. Know, I man. miss you, man. I miss this guy.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, it's just... I don't know. Um, yeah, I am done with them. Um,
1: yeah.
2: It was just a write-off. I'm not sure how it came across to you, if it came across as wholesome, or like... Uh, a redemption arc, so to speak. Maybe that whole conversation was strictly platonic. I don't know. Um... It felt really weird and off-putting to have that conversation with Rie, especially since that type of weird relationship dynamic was crammed in 1 2 episodes ago, meanwhile we've had this whole build up with Sena since like episode 2, episode 3, like closer to the beginning, right? And then it had that kind of pseudo payoff with the drunk kiss, I guess. And then like I don't know, maybe there's something going to happen. In next episode but with all the individual conversations this one felt uh, i want to say the editing made it feel forced i don't know i I mean from what right thank you like mm, what they said was you know sure like okay like i admire you for what you're doing cool but like i felt like the way masato said things kind of insinuated Something more than just respect and admiration for her Mamba mentality, so to speak. And I don't know why that sudden switch happened between his focus with Sena or or Rie, or maybe he's just trying to get with whoever because the sleaze, (laughs) but I digress. I don't know. Cheska, what do you think about this scene? I mean, starting with the fish.
1: Oh my god. Uh, (laughs) It looks good. Cool, cool. Alright. <laughs> um I like for the date itself, it it was cute for what it is. Um how Masato um worded, worded, worded <laughs> was kind of weird. It could be the translations that we've read that was weird.
2: Mm. But
1: yeah, I mean like I feel like they both connected on a whole different maturity and like intellectual level, that that's why they're both attracted to each other, right? So I think, like, I don't think it would move forward, after him moving, or like, going to California, I don't Mm -hmm. think it will move forward. But at least we all know that they had respect for their intellectual um, side of them, and as well as their career side and their maturity side.
0: True. Yeah, how about you do okay. um so yeah i felt like it was kind of forced just cuz of the fact that yeah. again a couple episodes ago i think we all seen that we, like the moment ri is like no nah, this guy's not worth it when she kind of questioned him about like what do you think about the kiss with um sena and you and how he answered it basically told ri no i don't want to be affiliated with this guy <laughs> cuz so I ever since that I kind of closed off this ship but I do agree with you Mm -hmm. Cheska like they do respect each other to a like a high level of like what they do what they stand for especially with their careers um yeah but it feels like the showrunners are trying to force something here where it's like I don't think that's what they meant where it's Mm -hmm. like yeah Mm -hmm. because of you now Rie I like AKB and maybe not just AKB but like I'm just a fan of you in a sense, as a as a musician, I guess, aren't you like happy mm. that you got a new fan? <laughs> so I guess that's, that's cool true.
2: Yeah. Wait, sorry, but to backpedal a bit, yeah. Uh, Masato and Rie had a conversation about the kiss with Sena.
0: Yeah. Oh, briefly. It was like a brief thing, but it seemed like it was like a test. Mm-hmm. Because well, this how- was
2: after their omelet date, right?
0: yeah 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 with her the cute looking hair yeah yeah because um oh what
2: the with the yeah little, oh, the, answer, the answer she basically right. got from
0: yeah masato was like i it, it's no big deal whatever and how she i was and, drunk yeah i was drunk and rie basically Not like, an excuse yeah it's like <laughs> so something like that like you could live like that with your life like that kind of kind of sense. Yeah. And she's not like, you could totally see like, okay, whatever, bye. And she literally said, mm. bye-bye! <laughs> like, <laughs> Mama mentality. That. Yeah, that's it. So, <laughs> yeah, uh. I think they were just trying to force something here. It was great though. It was a great date. Or like just a hangout. And brought closure because Masato did say, hey, I gotta show you out. Be a shonan woman. And yeah, she got mm. that. Which is nice. But mm. I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay.
2: Next scene, though.
3: Yeah, so, um, <laughs> the, the last scene in this episode was... Oh, man. So, you Aww. know how I talked about how, uh, the whole Momo scene, uh, <laughs> broke my heart? And that was mm-hmm. the first time ha- that happened this season? Oh, man, this, this, this part really pulled on my heartstrings. Uh, to give some context, um, so it goes to the boys' room where Masato and Taichan are sitting on their beds and they have a talk. So, basically Masato's kind of checking in, being like, hey, um, how you been ever since you failed your firefighter exam and stuff like that? And have you found like some sort of passion or whatever? And Taichan basically told Masato that uh, before he tried to be a firefighter back when Taechan was in high school. Taechan really dreamed of becoming an actor. And he did more than just dream about it. He went to an agency, he passed all the tests. But the problem was that the schooling cost too much for him. He wanted to pay for all the schooling himself. But everything that's needed just cost way too much. Mm -hmm. And he feels like he wants to do it now... But he's kinda hesitant, he's he's kinda scared in classic mm-hmm. Taechan fashion, I guess. So Masato he tries to push him to, to just take that first step and he basically just tells him like you you gotta just you just gotta go for it and then see what happens. And Techon, yeah, Teichon agrees, and he's like, oh yeah, like he he kinda thanks him for the advice and then Masato says, now he can leave Terrace House relieved and that is how he told taechan that he's leaving Mm -hmm. and as soon as taechan heard it he was just like what and it was so wild because he was like oh man taechan just the entire time was just in complete shock he was like isn't it too early like you've only been here two and a half months and now you're leaving and right after you tell me all this stuff like he was crying. He was trying to, like, hide it, but you could tell he was rubbing his eyes, he was crying, and just... And then the episode just ends. And it was just... Oh, man. It was so... Oh, it... It... it, it, Yeah, it, it tugged on my heartstrings because it's just, like, bro, like, after something that was so, like, heartfelt, like, that is, like, the heartfelt conversation that needed to happen. And it's... It's good that Masato was really able to find his closure, because at the end of the day, like, if you're going to leave, you need to have some sort of closure. And for Masato, that's that's what it was. And I talked about, like, last episode, how Masato just wants to, like, before he leaves, he just wants to help Taichan. And he finally did it uh so yeah before i babble on too long what'd you guys think about it
2: i think that i guess the largest redeeming quality for masato during this whole part would have to be the big brother little brother dynamic with Mm Techan. um like i think it was a couple episodes ago he just kind of comes home wakes him up. He's like, what have you been doing all day? He's like, what? Well, I, was, I was just sleeping. And he's like, oh, you've been pretty unmotivated since you failed, huh? And he's like, yeah. And they kind of have that real moment. It's kind of like a throwback to when my older brothers would just come in and bother me when <laughs> I haven't done anything that day. And they come home from work and then just kind of give me flack about wasting free time. So, uh, yeah. Um, I feel like that is one of the more genuine moments with Masato, and, uh, uh, what's, what's the word? I don't know, I feel like Techan really shows it there, when he starts bawling, I feel like maybe there were more moments like those off-screen, between the two of them, and the, the, the Nissan little brother dynamic, yeah, kind of hit close to Mm -hmm. home,
0: Mm.
1: yeah, yeah
2: what
0: do you think um, yeah you probably never see it a lot because again it's whatever they choose to show us on the show but they seem to have a very genuine bromance like it's so nice to see these kinds of relationships in Terrace House because they're always like oh man they have like a nice bond I wonder how they are off screen because it's just like they are dudes like they're they're homies they're hard, like with or without the, the camera crew. And, like, again, like, it's always nice seeing it in the show, whereas in, like, again, with recent seasons, it, it seems to diminish. And it's more of a rarity, but, like, if I was the first person to ever watch Terrace House, I was like, wow, this this is nice. This is very wholesome. I like it. I just miss that kind of feeling, watching Terrace House. So that was really rewarding. And yeah, that's a great point, Tim. Um, How you said that, perspective about that last time they had that episode like him waking up like uh, honestly I was roasting it (laughs) I was like (laughs) that's a great way of saying it like yeah it's just an older brother just looking out for the little dude and be like what are you doing and yeah just to see like hey are you doing something productive little things like that I never really thought about it but it's just kind of cool man but yeah it it sucks Taichan is really sad about it and yeah. Masato kind of feels like uh, at least though like it feels like uh, whatever how much time he has left in the show because again it's January right so he's still there for a bit and it's December so maybe like a week left or episode left so he's like really cherishing all these moments with everyone
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I feel like the conversation with Taichan was the one that Masato needed the most or was the most important to him mm. because like not only did they have the um brother relationship that they had they also had some love drama between them too with rie
2: right so like
1: in a way they kind of bonded over that so like i'm glad that they kind of developed a brother relationship. I don't know if it's probably over Rie, but for sure, I'm glad it was there. Um, I think with Masato, um, I feel like with Tim, he saw like something genuine from him like somewhere in the beginning and then it just digressed. For me, it took me all until this episode to see something very genuine inside of Masato. Because <laughs> uh, as you guys could tell from episode one, I was not having it with Masato.
3: Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. it took me
1: all the way to this episode where I'm like, okay, there are some redeeming qualities, qualities. yeah, within him. So yeah.
3: Oh man, yeah. Um. I, I definitely felt like this conversation was good. For both of them. Uh Techan needed it because of course he did. Um and Masato needed it for the closure. And yeah, like they definitely did have like a big brother, little brother kind of uh relationship because of how uh Masato was very aware of Techan's struggles, especially when it comes to his career. And of course like the way that Techan kinda sees Masato and sees Shota in these like higher tiers with them like masato could see that masato understood that and yeah he he knew that like in order to truly have closure like he wants to help someone and yeah that's a that's the appeal for masato i guess
1: i i guess i would like to point out that um people could probably tell that the three of us so me jay and james did not grow up with an older brother and obviously Tim did because oh. last episode we were roasting Masato and Taechan just because <laughs> Taychan up.
0: Right. Um I did grow up with the older sibling though. And I kinda <laughs> get those dynamics. <laughs> it's just I think it was more like I wish I kinda seen more of these traits to, of Masato like even before we knew he was leaving it's like kind of it's kind of like a waste now just because now we all know he's leaving so every moment Mm -hmm. with him seems to be like oh well i can't take it for granted anymore but i think that kind of is also like helping his like oh he's he's looking more admirable every episode now because he's trying to get closer with everyone but again like in the Mm -hmm. end i still think he's like maybe like i still have like i'm on a fence with him like Maybe he needs this closure because he's trying to work on himself. you know what I mean it's yeah. like he's doing it all for the people but really I maybe he's just doing it for himself. so he looks like mm. he, like I'm looking at it in a lot of perspectives but he's making himself look nice and if you're gonna leave on a show you might as well make it look like you're not like on a bad term or like, mm. you, don't, you don't burn bridges right So yeah. oh I'm gonna say yeah. he's doing it for self-promotion but
2: again (laughs) it's it's
0: good seeing his traits and i kind of wish he kind of showed more of this kind of stuff from the start instead of just being like he's a cool surfer
1: we only see these six people through a certain lens Mm -hmm. and a lot of the content that we would probably need answers from are off camera and we won't know what happened unless they actually come out and reveal what actually happened off camera mhm
3: it's it's kind of interesting i say interesting a lot it's uh okay. intriguing i i yeah it's intriguing because i am like i want to know when masato's actually going to leave you know like we, we we've mentioned it earlier of course um but yeah i've i've never gone more than one episode knowing that someone's leaving so like i i'm kind of curious as to what's gonna happen in between like now now that everyone knows that he's leaving and when he actually leaves because if we're thinking about this like this timeline i guess or at least like this time for them is it's probably mid-december or it could even be early december because because Teichan and Momo just put up a tree in their house.
2: Mm-hmm. But
3: we, we don't know how far like how far ahead of Christmas that they actually did that, but at the same time it's before Christmas and Masato's not leaving till January. So that means that it's probably one or at least one or two weeks more until he actually leaves. So I want to know what's going to happen with him because I feel like we got a lot of closure in this episode. But mm-hmm. Masato's not leaving for like two more episodes, so what else is there to do for him? Uh, Hmm. It's yeah, I'm just kind of like, I'm kind of curious because this has never happened, in my experience at least, with the show. So I want to know what's going to happen with that. I think... I feel
1: like... Oh sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, Jessica. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, I feel like Christmas and New Year's are going to be the last two big moments With the OG Terrace House cast, Mm -hmm. and then the Papu is leaving. So, what I'm assuming is we're gonna get two episodes of um, them six together, and then the third episode is the last Masato episode.
0: All right, guys, Uh, I think we've been talking more than enough for this episode. I think we're gonna skip out on the question for today but um yeah thank you guys so much for uh coming out and listening to this episode with us before we go um i want to uh i just want to let you know guys on how to be able to reach our lovely panel over here so cheska um if people are interested in what you are doing in the internets what would you want to give out there um
1: you can follow me on insta at cheska camille underscore and then again since i'm your president tiktoker <laughs> you can follow me at Ches Camille.
0: awesome all right how about you tim how can people uh, reach out to you
2: if anyone's interested you can reach out to me on insta it's uh timbit1997 uh yeah that's about it so far anything else comes up you'll be the first to know
0: cool cool um, what about you James what do you do in the internets I see you got a new uh, mic there wow
3: I oh, mean wow. with pop filter bitch, I guess you could say I don't know this is I've, I've had this for years just never really mm. used it um, but yeah if you wanna if you want to see more of my stuff uh, my social media handle should be help me out here here here, here. Here. Somewhere
0: on the screen. top right top, right, top right,
3: top,
0: top right, top left, top left. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah, somewhere right over here. And of course, I do have my own personal YouTube channel where I do music and some other stuff. Uh, I got some stuff planned, but uh... where
2: we're all featured in one video or another. <laughs> oh, yeah, right,
3: guys. Like that. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I do. I do a bunch of different stuff. I have a bunch of stuff planned for when quarantine uh but uh yeah uh yeah jay where can they uh, where can they find you
0: um i do twitch uh slash for jiggles and actually if you guys are uh if you guys are into knowledge um my bike broke so like if you guys have <laughs> or my app flats if you guys have tires the size of 26 by 1.95 around that please let me know and you're in my area I don't want to say. Wait, like, like they popped? Yeah, they legit popped. Oh, I need damn, bro, you've been going off. Yeah.
3: Wild. Yeah.
0: Now I'm thinking about. I don't even know why I said it. I, I just miss biking, guys.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: I don't even think it's you know, possible. Okay.
1: Just put some tape on it and
3: no, not no, okay. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Like it
1: legit all.
0: popped. Yeah, it popped. <laughs> Okay, no, never no, no, no. The way
3: that Jason Blake's, no, 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 no. Yeah. Where he goes, no, 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 no. no, no, no.
0: Got you. But uh, yeah. Um, yeah. thanks a lot, everyone, for joining us again for this episode of We the Panel at Terrace House Podcast. Hope you guys have a great day and take care, guys. Take care. Bye. Please
2: don't forget to like and subscribe and leave a comment down below if you like the content that we're making <laughs> and if you have any recommendations, requests, comments, or just want to say what's up. Please do not forget to comment. Thanks, guys. Have a great night. Wow. Take
0: care, and guys. Please wear your mask. Yes. Wear, oh, your, wear masks.
2: your masks. Yeah. Wear your masks. Alright. Uh...
3: Bye. <laughs> okay. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>